0: I've just about had enough of you. What is a Christmas?
1: Oh, Santa Claus! I
0: wish you the very best of everything. It is an
1: occasion
0: for great joy and
1: peace on the
0: planet Earth. If we hurry, we can get back in time for Christmas Eve. Yet another Advent calendar door is about to be opened with me, Stephen Murray, and you.
1: Yes, Matt Brown. Welcome to Fifty Years of Shit Robots. Right, should we crack open this advent door?
0: Come on, let's heave our shoulders on it.
1: Woohoo! <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I shall take the liberty of using my modem to locate the Muppets.
0: Okay. Oh. Great wow. 80s <laughs> robot from the muppets yeah predominantly the muppet movies
1: well i can i think it's from a specific muppet movie i remember this because because in the story um kermit lives in a sort of derelict mansion and so the the, this 80s robot is his chauffeur
0: and his butler
1: i'll get you butler (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, well kermit was interviewed by the magazine yeah. And one of the questions was after the film, who got possession of the 80s robot? Yes. And Kermit says, Possession? Oh, no one owns the 80s robot. He's independent. He has his own agent and publicist and everything. From what I understand, he's reading scripts and looking for the next project.
1: He sort of looks like there was a toy in the 80s, I seem to remember, that I really wanted that looks a little bit like. Um,
0: Do you this. mean the Tommy toy?
1: Yeah, I might do. I expect, I'm reaching very, very deeply into the old 80s memory banks.
0: It's the Tommy Omnibot 2000.
1: Hang on, I'm just going to Google this. Yes, that's exactly it. In fact, is that is that the model that it's based on?
0: I reckon it is the model, but the head's different. The head's squarer on on the Muppets 80s robot. But okay. that's, that is just it, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's absolutely it. And I suppose I must it is... Admit,
0: yeah I would like one of those now.
1: It is also slightly slightly reminiscent of um short circuit robot as well, isn't it With little little
0: little short circuit robot should be privileged that you're mentioning him
1: <laughs> my least favorite robot <laughs> <laughs> yes now this is not the Muppet's first robot
0: well it's it, t- technically it's it's not a muppet
1: not a muppet because
0: it? It, it was made by legacy effects. okay. It was. It wasn't made in house. So I, I did. I did find a, a Reddit thread that was just loads of people saying, "Well, he's he's not made out of foam, and he hasn't got sticks, and so he can't right. be a muppet."
1: Because he's not a muppet. Okay. But have you heard of H 14 H one four was a robot that Jim Henson made in nineteen sixty three. Really? Yeah. It's um... also
0: a bus route. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, and you'll like this, you will like this a lot, I think. So it was a short that he made for the AT&T company. And oh. so the AT&T company were, at this time, thinking very hard about this system that they'd got in mind which was where computers would speak to computers through a system of high speed wiring so it's almost like that it's almost like the sort of the the sort of birth of the internet and they would have these seminars where they would talk to their sales reps i suppose and sort of wider team about their ideas and it became apparent that people were sort of like frightened of technology not least because In the 1950s, the world was full of blummin' movies where robots were (laughs) taking over the world. Apparently, that is one of the reasons that they were (laughs) one of the things they were worried about. So all the robot films that we've seen from the 1950s were sort of feeding into this this paranoia amongst the AT&T staff. And so they hired Jim Henson, who was not known at the time, to create this short film sort of like addressing this. So the way that he did it was to create this, this sort of this is a Muppet robot um, called H14. Can you actually? If you can, you Google it. Have you have you Googled it already? Oh, right. So so the film so that shuffles H14 shuffles into frame, and he's voiced by Jim Henson and he's quite boastful and he says, he says this to start with, this is the robot. The machine possesses supreme intelligence, a faultless memory, and a beautiful soul. And then a little Ooh. a little bird fl- f- flies over, and the and the robot vaporizes the bird, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then has to correct itself about having a beautiful soul. Correction: the machine does not have a soul. And so the the robot basically is sort of like is is kind of um sort of slightly angry and uh, very boastful, and says that it will consume all of the data in the world and does so and then sort of explodes and then needs a human hand to come in, to, in the other side of shot and, and, and wind it up. And apparently it was d- to demonstrate that people shouldn't be scared of robots because they need humans more than we need them sort of thing. Um, and apparently it did the job and people felt much better and more easy about the technology. Well, birds
0: need to worry
1: then. <laughs> birds definitely need to worry. But this wasn't the only robot that Jim Henson made. Because he made, I know he made another robot, also for a company, for a sort of like a an in-house company video. So in 1968, he created the electronic service station operator, also known as ESO, which was created for a company called Flying A Dealers, which I think looked like a series of sort of petrol stations in America. It's like this um, this sort of information film which is talking about how great robots are and this petrol station is completely automated without a human in sight. Uh, this guy pulls his car up and asks for some petrol and, and sort of two minutes later, his car is utterly destroyed because of the robots. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the fact that Jim Henson was clearly a big into technology, but also big into sort of humanity as well, I suppose. And, yeah, and, um,
0: I'm looking at that robot now and it, it looks very benign.
1: Which one? The SO one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So, I mean, maybe we could call those Muppet robots.
0: Yeah, we can call these ones Muppet robots. Yeah. He created them and he... Uh... Is that him inside the SO robot? I, I don't I know. It probably is.
1: It could well be. There is definitely somebody inside. And so it's got lots of lots of nice touches like that, that we've seen before. It's got pincer, pincer colors. I like his
0: pincer hands. They're soft material.
1: Yeah. But it's also got like really spiky feet, and so when it, it kicks a tire of the car and causes it to immediately puncture.
0: <laughs> well, who'd have thunk it, Jim Henson? Very sweet,
1: yeah, good old Jim Henson. Honestly, the Muppets play such a big part in my life.
0: I had to confess earlier on, what? I've never seen a Muppet film.
1: Well, can I suggest that you watch the film The Muppets, right? Which is it's from two thousand eleven. Starring all of the Muppets, plus Jason Siegel, Amy Adams, Rashida Jones.
0: I thought you were going to suggest a Muppets Christmas Carol.
1: I mean, you can watch that one if you want to, I but think... but I think you'd I think this one it's so brilliant. This I saw it recently with my kids. I, I remember going to the cinema to see this film, um, and then saw it again with my kids, and it is so funny and it's so sweet.
0: They are funny. I must admit
1: that I would I would really recommend this. Uh, the songs for the film were, were mainly written by Brett McKenzie from Flight ah. of the uh, including the fabulous Am I a Muppet or a Man? <laughs> so, um,
0: well, I think it's quite obvious that you're a fan.
1: Give it a watch. Honestly, I think you'll like it. I will. I think you like it. So, we'll shut the door on the Muppets. <laughs> Bye, Muppets. Bye. Bye, Matt. Bye, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Kermit. See you soon.
0: Waka, waka, waka. (laughs) Bye.
1: (laughs) Goodbye.
0: Every day, in every way, Scrooge is getting worse.